Welcome to the Fit for Life 2020 podcast from Anna Long Presbyterian Church. This podcast is the fourth and final recording for this year's event. For more information, please visit www.analongpc.org. Good evening and welcome to the final night of Fit for Life 2020. No matter what kind of day you've had, it's lovely that we can join together, still our hearts and learn together from God's word. This year Fit for Life has been very different from what we're used to and it's hard to believe that tonight's the final night. Where has the month gone? We hope that over the past weeks you have felt encouraged and challenged by what you have heard. It's our intention to put together a Fit for Life recipe book and we would love for you all to be part of that. If you would like to be included can you please email your favourite recipe along with the picture if you have one to Fit for Life at analonepc.org. If there's a particular verse that has been of comfort to you over this time, please feel free to include that as well. We would love to include as many recipes and verses as possible. The book would initially be available as an ebook and would be, you would be able to download, although we would intend to have a printed version available in the future. So to share a recipe or to express interest in receiving an ebook, please email us at fitforlife at analonepc.org. Our speaker tonight is Jane White and those of you from Mourne probably know Jane because she lives just up the back road in Ballyvay. Jane has been on the Mercy Ship as a ward manager since 2008. It's great to have Jane with us tonight because it normally wouldn't be possible. So thanks Jane for joining with us tonight. On the final night of Fit for Life, we always have a dessert night with lots of yummy, delicious desserts that are baked by the ladies that attend. Tonight you're in for a real treat, as we're going to be shown how to make one of the most popular desserts that lots of people ask for the recipe of every year. So who else would we have to wrap it all up? On the final night, we're going to have Lorraine with her lime cheesecake. It's delicious and I can't wait to try it but nothing beats getting it made for you. So let's join together in prayer as we begin our final night of fellowship together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for all those who have joined us for Fit for Life tonight. Please help us to be still and open our hearts as you speak to us through Jane. Thank you that we are reminded by this year's theme that you are already there. You hold our future in your hands. Please help us to place our trust in you. You have commanded us to be strong and courageous and not to be afraid or discouraged. We appreciate that this is very difficult for some people at this uncertain and ever-changing time. Please just comfort and protect the vulnerable people and help us all to accept and follow the guidelines given to us by the government. All this we ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, hello and good evening, everyone. So I've been asked to share my thoughts on your theme for this year and I'm going to give it a shot and do my best and see how it goes. Um, I'm not very good in front of the camera so I apologise in advance for the lack of professionalism and if I mumble my words, it's a pity there's not subtitles as well. So I just hope what I have to share um, uh, encourages you and um, that God just um, speaks through me. Um, to you and into your situations as well. 
Um, I've made notes, so when I look away, it's just keeping me on track. Otherwise, I'll ramble and then get lost and then have to do the video all over again. And this is probably attempt number 10. Um, I did one, but I completely changed it. So this is uh, edition 2, probably take 15. So here we go. Um, so your theme this year is He's Already There. And... Um, that's what I'm uh, going to focus the first part on. And then the second part's going to be on the Bible verse from Joshua 1.9. So I better introduce myself, but I think most of you know me anyway. I'm Jane White. I'm from Valley Bay. I'm a nurse. Um, I'm currently the ward manager on uh, Mercy Ships. Um, I've been here just a little while. I started in 2008, um, which was supposed to be seven months, but it's turned into much longer. Um, <clears throat> so I've seen um, your theme play out many, many times, not just um, on my time with the ship, but before I ever went to the ship as well. Um, and I want to share just a few, because uh, if I shared them all, we'd be here all night. Um, so he's, he's already there. So he was already there when I started university. And that was a big thing for me, leaving home and going to Belfast and living um, just off the Donegal Road uh, for years and that continued then into my working life as well because I worked in Belfast so he was already there when I started university he was already there um, on my first nursing placement and that's difficult you go out into the real world as a student nurse um, and some of it is quite cutthroat and some of the wards don't have time for teaching or they don't have the patients sometimes they were understaffed and uh, People just didn't have time for you. But I knew he was already there. He was already there when I started my first real job as a nurse in the Belfast City Hospital. He was already there when I had to have difficult conversations with patients um, regarding their health. And the ward I worked on, at times we did a lot of um, amputations because wounds wouldn't heal. So having them conversations with patients and then uh, trying to comfort family members as well when patients were going for surgery or when patients passed away it's uh, it's difficult but I knew um, that God was already with me in them conversations he was already there when I went on my first um, mission trip to Africa and that was to Sudan South Sudan and I seen the remoteness of the place we went um, there was one little healthcare clinic um, and a nurse in it who was kind of acting as the nurse and the doctor and the pharmacist and the lab technician. And I watched as um, patients came for miles and miles. Some of them had walked two and three days to come to the clinic, carrying their son to get treatment. Um, so I knew God was already there when I went to South Sudan. It was tough when he went for three weeks, but uh, it's just crazy. Just the lack of things that people have. Um, in countries, lack of healthcare, lack of nursing and medical professionals. So God was already there whenever I walked up uh, the gangway onto the Africa Mercy. Um, as I said before, I only came for seven months, but it has turned out to be a lot longer than that. So it's May 2008, so it was 12 years ago that I first walked up the gangway and I still remember it. Um, he was already there when uh, during one of my work days that one of my patients um, died on the ship suddenly wasn't expected 
he was already there to help me counsel my nurses and to be with the family of uh, those that lost this little kid. And he was already there when COVID-19 hit Senegal. Um, we had to stop all our operations and pack up and leave. Um, and that was the 13th of March. I'll never forget that day that we were all called into um, a meeting room and told that we are stopping all surgeries. We're stopping all of our programs. Um, and eventually that would mean leave in Senegal. I knew what that meant. It meant for me as the manager, I needed to coordinate that with all of my my team leads, how to get all of our patients out of our system. Um, and what we did was transfer them to local mission clinics. Some patients wanted to go home. Um, so we did that. It was really, really tough. Um, but I knew that God was already there for us here on the ship. But I also knew that he's already in them clinics and in them patients' homes that we were sending them back to. So he's already there in the good times and he's already there in the bad times. And sometimes we tend to focus on like the more difficult times to see that he's already there. But um, I encourage you just to look for the good times that he's already there as well. And we have the choice of um, acknowledging his presence or not. Um, I wondered you, I've, I've kind of got homework for you guys. Sorry about that. Um, I want you to read three stories in the Bible. It's just three chapters. And it's the story of Daniel, the story of David, and the story of the three uh, friends in the, in the furnace. So the story of uh, Daniel is Daniel chapter 6 when he's thrown into the den of lions. And the story of David and Goliath um, is First Samuel chapter 17. And the story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in the fiery furnace um, is in Daniel chapter 3. So that's part of your homework. Um, if you can, and I encourage you to read these three chapters and see how they um, fit into your theme for this year of um, he's already there and what that meant um, for these three stories and the characters in them that they knew that God would already be um, in the places um, and the situations that they were in. So I want to go away from um, the theme of he's already there to your um, Bible verse which is Joshua 1 verse 9. I have all these things written down because I'm going to lose track if I don't. Um, so it says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid or terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I love your theme and I love this verse. Um, and I wanted to touch a wee bit on this verse. This verse has a command and it also has a promise. And it's not a small promise, it's a big promise that God will be with us wherever we go. Um, and I wanted to touch on some of the promises. And I've just listed a few um, that I've thought about. Um, and I'll read them to you. He said he would send a Messiah and Jesus came. He said he would save the world from their sins and Jesus died on the cross for us. He said he would rise on the third day and he did. He said he has prepared a place for us and he has. He said if we call on his name we will be saved and we are. He said he is coming back and he is. Um, I just want you to remember that God keeps his promises just like he did in the Bible verse that we just read. Um, what he did for the people in the Old Testament and the New, he does for us. 
Um, God is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. Um, he's the same God that was back with um, Daniel and David and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And he's the same God that's with us today. He's the all-present God and the all-powerful God. Um, he knows each person. He knows you and he knows me and he knows our family and he knows our friends and he knows the people who are sick in Daisy Hill or those who are sick in our nursing homes. He knows the people who are sick in Belfast. But not only in our country, he knows England, Scotland, Wales. He knows every tiny remote village there is in this world and he knows everyone in it. Um, it's crazy. We can't even comprehend that. Um, but God keeps his promises. And there's three things I just want you to remember, and that's what I'm finishing with. Number one is trust in him for everything, the little and the big. Um, number two is let his promises sink into your hearts and your minds. So the promises that he made um, are not just for the, the Bible times. They're for everyday um, life as well. And number three is remember that God keeps his promises. So I just wanted to share them little thoughts with you. Um, and I hope I, I have encouraged you. And I hope um, this reading that you will do will encourage you as well. Um, and just have a good rest um, of your evening. And thanks for listening. Bye. Here are three things to think about during this week from Jane's talk. She also points us to three Bible passages to read to learn more about how God demonstrated his kindness and goodness. Trust in him for everything, the little and the big. Let his promises sink into your heart and mind and remember that God keeps his promises. Three passages from the Bible to read are the story of Daniel, found in Daniel chapter 6. The story of David and Goliath, found in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And the fairy furnace, found in Daniel chapter 3. It's time for our recipe of the week, provided this evening by Lorraine Young. Hello everyone, well it's the last night of Fit for Life and normally we'd be looking forward to tasting the desserts so many of you bring on that night but unfortunately we can't do that this year so instead I'm going to show you how I make a lime cheesecake. So the ingredients you will need are 5 ounces of icing sugar, um, 2 of the 180 gram tubs of Philadelphia cheese, half a pint of double cream, and a lime jelly and the juice of a lime. And for the base, you'll need six ounces of digestive biscuits and three ounces of butter. The first thing to do is to melt your jelly into half a pint of boiling water. And that's just to make sure you, you give it time to cool. So do that first and put it into the fridge. Next thing is to make your base. So just crush up your biscuits as you normally would and mix them well into three ounces of your melted butter. 
Um, just take time to press it well into the tin, especially around the edges. You don't want to be like me um, on one occasion when I opened the fridge door and found the cheesecake all over the shelf. That was not a good day, as you can imagine. Next stage then is to mix together or cream together your icing sugar and the Philadelphia cheese. And while that is going on, you can whip up the double cream and also squeeze the juice from your lime. So once the, the cheese and the icing sugar are creamed together, you're ready to add your jelly. And you can see that the jelly is still running. You have to make sure that it definitely doesn't set. It'll still feel warm, but that's okay. Um, add in your juice from the lime and also add in your cream. And just make sure that they're well whisked together. Once that has happened, it's just a matter of pouring it into your tin and I would put it into the fridge for at least four to five hours just to give it a chance to set. So there we are, that's the cheesecake made. Now it's just a matter of decorating it and this is entirely up to yourself what way you want to do it. You can twist a couple of slices of lime onto the top or maybe just place some fruit on it. I usually pipe a wee bit of cream round the edge. I never know what I'm going to do until I start. So pipe a wee bit of cream and just add some fruit to it. And that's it. One lime cheesecake. I have a couple of willing volunteers here um, just to test it for quality assurance purposes as you would understand. Thanks for watching everybody. Bye. Fear 
where God is leading us as he stays with us every step of the way, as he has done for Jessica. Will we open up our hearts, like Lindsay has, to realise that God is compassionate and in the midst of our struggles, he is already there. He knows where we've come from and he invites us all to meet with him and to seek his guidance. Tonight, Jane reminded us that God knows all of us individually. And this is perhaps too much for any of us to comprehend fully. But the great God who is talked about in both the Old and the New Testament is the same God today. He is all present and all powerful and we should put our trust in him. As a closing thought on this year's Fit for Life, I would encourage you, if you haven't already given your life to this almighty God, to do it now. When you have done this, you can take comfort in knowing that although we are uncertain of what our future holds or of where we're going, God is already there. No matter what trials or tribulations we encounter in this world, our God is with us and one day we can be with him in heaven. If you'd like to speak to someone on the Fit for Life committee about taking this life-changing step, you can contact us by emailing us on fitforlife at analongpc.org. Alternatively, you can contact us through our Facebook page. On behalf of the Fit for Life committee, we would all like to thank you for your prayers of support and for the positive feedback over the past few weeks. We plan to host a special Fit for Life breakfast with Stephanie Park as our speaker as soon as government advice allows us to. We will look forward to a time when we can all come together again and we'd encourage those of you watching from further afield to come along to the breakfast when the time comes. We want to thank all the speakers, bakers and for Rachel singing. We are incredibly grateful for everyone agreeing to take part this year. I don't think any of us ever imagined that Fit for Life would have been done digitally this year but we thank God for the technology that allowed us to share his word in this way. Now, even with all the technology in the world, it wouldn't have been possible without someone to put it all together. And we want to offer a huge thanks to our minister, Reverend David McCullough, for his ICT skills, along with his support and guidance at every stage in bringing Fit for Life to you this year. Now, we couldn't say farewell to this year's Fit for Life without acknowledging our previous leader, Lorraine. Lorraine has given 13 years to the Fit for Life committee and even this year was a huge support to myself and Alison. And we want to thank you for being such a great mentor to us, Lorraine, and for leading the committee for many successful years in ministry. There will be hugs and further thank yous as soon as we can, Lorraine. But if you go to your front door now, there's a little something for you on your doorstep. If you'd like to rewatch this podcast, it will be available on Alalong Presbyterian Church YouTube channel. There will also be an MP3 audio file available to download on the church webpage, which is www.hanalongpc.org, as well as a copy of the recipe for those of you who wish to make it during the week. If you do make this, please take a photo and post it on our Facebook page or email it to the Reverend David McCullough. If any of you know someone who would like to watch Fit for Life this year, but does not have access to YouTube, there will be DVDs available, which can be delivered to their home. Just contact Alison Campbell, myself, Karen Stewart, or Reverend David McCullough. Thank you. So as we come to an end of Fit for Life 2020, 
Let us just unite our hearts in prayer. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for each and every person watching this broadcast. We thank you that we've been able to have Fit for Life this year and reach so many people. Thank you, Lord, for all the people who've taken part, especially the speakers and the bakers. We ask you, Lord, to bless each of them and their families. We pray for Jane and the work that she does on the Mercy Ship. We pray for all the work that the people on the ship do. We pray also for all the key workers in our country during this time, that you will provide them with courage and strength to keep going. I just pray, Lord, that no one will feel alone during this time. May they know that there are prayers for them and that you are ultimately always there for them. I pray that people will seize this opportunity to deepen their love for you or maybe even get to know you for the very first time. If someone has had their heart stirred by what has been said during Fit for Life, then I pray, Lord, that they will have the courage to come forward and talk to us or even a Christian friend. I thank you, Lord, that you are a compassionate and caring God. And each week we've heard a message of hope. You have gone before us, you're here with us, and you are already there in the future. What a lovely comfort that is. I thank you that by your grace and your grace alone that we can be saved. It doesn't matter where we've come from or what we've done. Your grace is enough. All these things we ask and thank you for. In your precious name. Amen. In my wrestling and in my doubts in my failures you won't walk out your great love will lead me through you are the peace in my troubled sea whoa you are the peace in my troubled sea in the silence you won't let go in the questions your truth will hold Great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Whoa, you are the peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness. I will follow you. to show
thank you for listening and we hope that Fit for Life 2020 from Annalong Presbyterian Church has been an encouragement to you. All the resources for this year can be found on our church website at www.analongpc.org.